My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 37 of The Kate Show. Guys, today I have a really special treat for you. I spoke with John Dupre. He is the co-owner of a hardwood flooring company called Revel Woods. And I wanted to speak with him, not necessarily just because of the product they offer, which is amazing, by the way, but more so because of their unique perspective on interior designers and their very special way of handling that relationship with designers. Now, I know we are living in a day and age where it seems like a lot of vendors want to go around the interior designer and straight to the homeowner. But Revelwoods doesn't see it that way. They actually make it easier for a homeowner to get their product through an interior designer than it would be for them to get it directly as a homeowner. And I think that is a beautiful thing because yes, they can serve both markets. It's a strategic business setup, but the heart of it centers on interior design and treating interior designers as the professionals that they are. Now let me tell you a little bit more about John. He is a second generation member of the wood flooring industry and he joined his father's distribution business and used it to create Revel Woods. It's an online flooring store built from the ground up to simplify the hardwood flooring sourcing process. So if you don't know a lot about hardwood and it's something that you just let a different flooring company handle, then this is for you because adding hardwood to something that you can provide for your homeowner clients is not only going to make you look more professional and more knowledgeable, but it's also just gonna create a more well-rounded experience for your client. Now here's the deal. You don't have to learn all about hardwood flooring and all the many nuances and wood species in order to do this. Revel Woods specializes in partnering with interior designers to make their services well-rounded, efficient, and profitable. So if you're looking for a trade resource that's honorable and treats interior designers with integrity, look no further than this awesome company. And you know what, guys? In this interview, I asked John some of the tough questions that we all should be asking before we select a new vendor. As you'll hear, he has a passion for empowering interior designers, both large and small. Whether you have a team of 20 or a team of one, Revel Woods can help you. All right, I've made you wait long enough. Let's dive into my chat with John. Welcome to The Kate Show, a weekly marketing podcast for interior designers and home stagers. Hosted by author, entrepreneur, and marketing consultant, Kate the Socialite. Each week, you'll learn helpful tips on how to make social media easier, how to grow your mailing list, and how to simplify every area of marketing and advertising your business. With her blunt, no-fluff approach, Kate stands up for business owners who want real results in their marketing but have limited time or resources. And now, please welcome your host, Kate the Socialite. Hey guys, just popping in here quick because I've got a question for you. Do you have a business partner? Do you have someone who is helping your business move the needle forward every single day? Well, if you're still looking for that special someone, look no further than Nancy Ganzikoffer. She's a business coach for interior designers and other creative entrepreneurs. Nancy understands the unique challenges you face when pursuing your dreams, and she'll help you develop your business identity, set goals, and manage your time. Now, if you're not part of her Facebook group, Actionable Entrepreneurs, you'll want to get in there right away. 
Nancy's there every single day giving tips, support, and lessons to keep you taking action and moving forward in your business. Now, if you're ready to take a giant leap forward, get on her calendar for a strategy call. It's 50 minutes of straight business coaching, and you'll leave that session with clarity, goals, and a direction towards growth in your business. Head over to businesscoachnancy.com forward slash consult. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Kate Show. As you heard in the intro, I have John Dupre with me today, and he is here representing Revel Woods. So, John, thank you so much for being on the show. Kate, thank you so much. This is uh, I've been looking forward to this for quite some time, actually. I know we first talked a few months ago, and then schedules got crazy. So I'm thrilled to finally be here. Yeah, and I'm excited, especially because of the unique business model that you have, not just the product. I mean, the product you guys offer is amazing, but the process, how you deliver it and how you are partnering with interior designers are all just very exciting to me. So I'm just going to get started peppering you with questions. If you could give us a summary of who Rebel Woods is. Okay, great question. Uh, so Revel Woods is, I have to go back a little bit um, to a long time, like an early, a stormy night in the 1980s. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the, so essentially a little bit, I guess I can't talk about Revel Woods without talking about my family history because it is a uh, family business essentially. So we, I grew up, I'm second generation in the hardwood flooring industry, which is as sexy as it sounds. And we, basically my father was a flooring contractor, kind of started out of necessity when my mother, who was a music teacher, uh, was pregnant with me, their first child, uh, shortly after they got married in the 80s. Actually, it does start in the 80s. Uh, so he was doing this as a part-time job, my father. And then um, when I came along, anyone who's had kids out there realizes that they are not cheap. So they, uh, my father had to sort of strike off on his own at that point. He wasn't making enough money working for the guy he was working for. So he struck off on his own. He learned the business and he had a business degree. He just needed to learn how to do, you know, floor contracting. So installation, sand refinishing. And he did that for 22 to 25 years, somewhere. And I'm a little fuzzy on the exact number of years, but it's in the twenties. And eventually just his body, it was too much for him. So he was done contracting and moved into wholesale distribution in our hometown of Rochester, New York, which is as sexy as it sounds. So the, uh, in Rochester, New York, we started this business called Installers Warehouse. And I was working for a different company out of college. I was saying, I'm getting out of the flooring industry. I'm not doing this anymore. Uh, it's awful. Tried to do a bunch of other things, but it's one of those industries that like, it, we're really close knit. And I was just actually in Washington, D.C. last week with a number of us lobbying Congress for some stuff for the Hardwood Federation. And it's just all the same people, like nobody ever goes anywhere. And so it sort of pulls you back in. So I was working for a company that manufactured sandpaper for the flooring contractors and uh, was traveling all over the country, learning the business from the manufacturing side. Uh, to speed this up a little, my father said, why don't you come join the family business? I said, no, a few more times of repeating that conversation. I finally acquiesced, uh, moved home. And um, at that time, we kind of said, okay, this is an old industry. It's very close knit. It's, it's a technical sale. It's kind of hard to break into. Uh, what does the future look like? It is a very dated supply chain. It's um, very heavily brick and mortar retail, regional distribution, that kind of thing. So we said, like, where does this 
going. And so we knew it was going to have involved the internet in some way, but we didn't want to do just like a, and I mean no disrespect by this, but like a homedepot.com or where it's just like you go onto a flooring website, here's a million floors. Just hope you pick something that doesn't explode in your house. Best of luck. See you never. Uh, so we realized like that wasn't going to be the answer. So we thought like, what would a boutique experience in hardwood flooring look like on the internet? And so uh, myself, my father, and then uh, another partner in this, John Mocha is his name. Uh, we really kind of put our heads together and said, okay, what is this going to be? And we just start, we threw everything we thought we knew out the window and said, let's just start completely over. What is this like? And so that's really what Revelwoods ultimately became was this culmination of what um, the, you know, some industry veterans coming together and saying, let's throw out everything we think we know and build what the ideal boutique online experience would be from scratch. You know, I find it so interesting because I hear this a lot from people who grew up in a family business. All they want to do when they reach adulthood is get out of it. Like that's all they want to do. And they always end up coming back. But in your situation, as an outsider, I think that was like the best thing that could have happened to Revelwoods because when you came back, you had such a fresh perspective on everything. Plus you're of that younger generation and you were able to bring it up to speed. So kudos to you guys for taking something that has been just a long-standing industry staple and making it fresh and current because that is not an easy thing to do. Well, thank you. No, I appreciate that. I mean, I hope we pulled it off. I, I'm biased. So admittedly, I'm going to tell everybody it's great. Um, if you want to hear like an infomercial, I can do that. But I mean, you never really know, right? Just in business in general. And I know probably a lot of your audiences struggle with that same thing where it's, uh, you know, you're doing this, you, you've got this great idea, you've got this great, uh, whatever your flair is or your niche or whatever you're targeting. And you just, you never know until, you know, somebody smarter than myself, in this case, you says, Hey, that's actually not a bad idea. So I appreciate <laughs> that. I really do. That's sincere. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I think a lot of people when they're trying to become successful in business, I think they need to do something that has never been done before. When often the opposite is true. And all we need to do is approach something that has been in existence for a long time, such as hardwood flooring, but look at it in a way that no one has looked at it before. So it's not so much about having a completely original idea, but having a completely original method of delivery or brand experience, which the first time I went to revelwoods.com, the experience was so unlike anything I have ever had with, like you mentioned, Home Depot, or in my neck of the woods, we also have Menards. And those are different animals. They're not even in the same zoo as Revel Woods. And if anyone listening is in front of a computer, go to revelwoods.com. You'll see what I mean. Because you guys have all of this laid out in a very intuitive fashion. And if anybody has ever dealt with hardwood, whether in their own home or for a client project, they know, John, what you and I know, and that is hardwood is complicated. It's not just about picking the right color or the right like board width. Can you speak a little bit to the problems that a lot of people, including designers, have when trying to source and install hardwood? Yeah, that's great. And actually, I appreciate your description of the whole thing. I'm blushing. You can't see me, but I'm totally <laughs> blushing over here right now. Uh, yeah, so hardwood is funny because it's, I mean, the word itself is funny. But beyond that, beyond the 14-year-old boy and all of us, the, uh, it's funny because it's such a low-tech 
product, right? It's a plant. It's a plant-based building material, which makes it so incredible in so many ways. But it ends up being a real high-tech sale because it's not made uh, from start to finish in a factory. I mean, a factory saws it usually or manufactures it from wood. But based on the nature of wood, you know, not every species behaves the same way in every climate. Not every everything. Not every structure is going to behave the same way in every situation. So it's such a personalized product as far as what's going to work. So something as low tech as wood, like one of the earliest building materials I think in existence, next to maybe stone. Uh, it's it, yeah, it, it's such a technical sale. So um, you can't really shop for wood the way you shop for other things on, say, Amazon. Um, and again, no disrespect to Amazon. I think they're awesome. What they're doing is unbelievable. But you can't just read product reviews on a floor and say, oh, yeah, well, you know, Sheila in, in New Hampshire thought this worked great for her, so um, for her lake house. And so for my one-story ranch in over-radiant heat in Arizona, it's going to be just as good. Like, all of those things matter. So the problem, I think, is from an interior design perspective and also from a consumer perspective, it's the same problem. Um, but when I can talk about the differences between the, the problems that each of those segments have, but um, essentially you don't want to get this wrong from a tech standpoint. You don't want to just go to house and you don't want to go to whatever and, uh, you know, Pinterest, find something that looks good and buy it and assume it's going to work in that situation. Because if you're wrong, you are tens of thousands of dollars wrong and it's on the buyer, uh, to know whether or not something is rated to work in that situation. Now, something that fails due to manufacturing defense defect is a different story. But if you put a, for example, my favorite example, like a wide plank solid hickory in a lake house over concrete, it's going to explode. Like maybe not instantly, but it's going to pull apart. It's going to cup. It's going to, it's not going to be good. And how would you know that? How, like, there's no, like, don't put this in a lake house warning you know, because everybody's situation is different. So we tried to approach this rather than here's all our products, pick something good, or you can filter it down based on the species you want, which is how people are used to shopping. We took more of a situational approach and said, okay, before we get too crazy with selling you something, why don't you tell us who you are and what you're going to do with this through basic questions. We don't need to get, we don't need your social security number, but uh, just zip code and, you know, what your activity level is, but, and sub floor. And from there, we can kind of ascertain, okay, so based on this situation where you are, uh, this, these are going to work for you. And it's all the stuff that we offer. And so because we've recommended it for your situation, you as a designer uh, are not on the hook for getting it wrong from a tech standpoint. We're on the hook because we recommended it for that situation. We'll never come back and say, well, why did you put it there? And it's like, well, I answered the question and that's what you said to do, you know? So that's, that was sort of, uh, there's so many problems and that's sort of our approach. That was our initial approach to solving those problems. I love that because it tells me that you guys are more concerned with the interior designer and his or her client experience and the high quality end result versus just sell, sell, sell. Because there are a lot of trade vendors out there who are just about the numbers and it shows because then the client satisfaction goes down, the product doesn't last, or it's, they treat it like a one-size-fits-all situation, which, as you just explained, is not the case with hardwood. And I find that fascinating because you guys take all the science that goes into it, the, 
the climate, the humidity, and then like you said, the different types of heating and how that affects floors. I mean, that's a quick side note. When I was growing up, my family built two homes like from the ground up and we put hardwood in the second one. And to save some money, uh, my mom decided to get hardwood from a place called Lumber Liquidators. And I've heard people have good experiences. I've heard people have bad experiences with them. Ours was the latter. I will sit here quietly. <laughs> there was some I, national news about them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, everything that you heard in the news is true because unfortunately, the wood warped and it shrunk and it was it was a nightmare so we had to redo that hardwood floor twice and that is not something that an interior designer or a remodeling contractor wants to do because who is going to pay for that well i can guarantee the client's not going to be too thrilled about it and i love that you at revel woods are so concerned with making sure the product you're selling is going to be a good fit for that designer and their client, like I said, versus just selling and walking away and saying, good luck. Yeah, it, you can't, you just, we just weren't going to do that. And it, it's at the point, it, from a moral standpoint, it's not even just like a greedy Scrooge McDuck dive into a swimming pool full of money type decision. It really is a, uh, I, you know, I've got young kids, so I don't sleep well at night as it is. So I want to at least know that when I'm working with somebody that like I did right by them and yeah. we do right by them. And so we've had situations where we've had designer clients that have said, I don't want to use this. I don't want to use your selector. I just, I know what I want. And my response to that is that's cool. And you probably do. But if I'm not comfortable standing behind a specific product for your situation, I would rather you bought it somewhere else because I, I just don't, I, I mean, it is also a business decision. I don't want you to have a bad experience. Uh, it's almost better to have no experience in that case. But it really is not something that, oh, I'm just going to get the sale and then you're never going to hear from me again. Uh, I, it's just not how we work. And we have had situations where things have not gone perfectly, um, whether something showed up damaged or uh, the client was unhappy about the way something was laid out. We had a situation like that and, and we took care of it. We, I mean, and it's always, even though we took care of it, it's still not fun to have to have the contractor come in and replace a few boards, whatever it is that repair is needed. Um, so even if like somebody says, oh, well, we have a guarantee, that's great. But you really, as many of those problems as you can avoid ahead of time, especially as a designer, I mean, you have to, you're kind of managing this project and you have to appear like you're the expert. And I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of interior designers don't source flooring. They'll take, they have a contractor they work with or they have a flooring store they work with. And rather than deal with all the headaches, they'll just bring their client or point their client over there and say, okay, you know, over there, that's where you go for flooring and let me know what you pick out. Or they'll go pick it out with them and they make money on the design fee. But uh, I understand why, because it really, if you don't have the right partner, um, it can be catastrophic. Mm -hmm. Not to scare anybody though. It's Well, it's just the reality of the situation. I mean, like you said, this is a high dollar product and it's a long-term investment. It's not, it's not like uh, an area rug that you can just swap out later if you decide, well, that was a bad idea. So it's interesting to me how you guys are also not only concerned with the end user, the end result, and you're also very respectful of the money that is involved in this transaction because it is such an investment. 
that leads us into the other thing I wanted to discuss with you, and that is how you at Revel Woods see interior designers. Because there have been a lot of, I guess, emotionally dynamic things said about designers in recent months, such as interior designers are not real business owners, so on and so forth. And what is your take on how you partner with designers and how you help elevate their businesses versus like skirting around them with the DIY market? Yeah, that's a great question. And it is something that, you know, we've been back and forth a lot on this and like, what does to the trade look like? What should to the trade look like? So my take on the interior design industry as a whole is this, and I'm a newcomer, admittedly, I've been around and, and, and sort of uh, landed on this continent, on the shore of this continent, maybe less than a year ago, and have just gotten to meet a lot of you at some of these different shows and, uh, and talking to people like you, Kate, and, and this has uh, been fascinating for me. But uh, I think the interior design industry as a whole, residential specifically, commercial is a little bit of a different beast, but residential is underrated and way more essential and should be more essential. Uh, the idea that like they're not business people, that's crazy. I just I don't even know what to do with that. So I'll just leave that there. Um, but there's so much an interior designer has to be responsible for. And I think that's important. I think as, especially with the internet and the way that like originally, you know, when you were growing up or years ago, you only had two stores in town to buy something. So you would just sort of, you'd have your sources, you'd have a couple of spots you can pick from. But now the choices for a consumer are overwhelming. Uh, you can have cabinets made in Vancouver and your flooring from Rochester and your countertops from Miami. Um, there really is, the internet has made it so that there's no limits on what customers and consumers can do. And that gives them an enormous amount of power. But you get this paralysis of choice. And at some point it's like, how do I know? I'm, how do I know I can trust this source? How do I know I'm not getting ripped off? How do, you know, there's so much that becomes just overwhelming in a remodeling or residential project that the interior designer really needs to be, is, is that shining star, that true north, where uh, you know, he or she is saying, look, I know what's going to be good here. I know who to work with. I can even get you a deal from all these places. It's going to be less expensive to use me as a designer for these than it would have been to source all of these yourself. Uh, so for, for us, we see that as just so important. And then if I can build off of that, I apologize, I'm already fairly loquacious on this, but, uh, interior designers, someone handling this project that has visibility and influence over the entire project is essential, I think, for our industry and our supply chain from manufacturer to regional distributor to retailer and or contractor has never left any room to incentivize the interior designer. We want the interior designer to influence, um, you know, use this floor, use, use our floor, use wood, use whatever. Um, but there's no real incentive there. Like we've never really empowered or incentivized the interior design community. So as a designer, you know, I'm thinking, and I'm not a designer, but if I was one, like, why would I learn everything I need to learn about wood flooring? What's in it for me? You know, it's just not worth it. It's not worth the effort. There's so much that can go wrong. So one of the approaches we've taken is let's empower them with knowledge, let's empower them with support, and then let's empower them financially. And we went all the way back to the drawing board and developed our pro program to be for the interior designers. So the interior designer can make money sourcing this product. And if they want to, still are able to very easily pass on a discount 
to a customer client that's buying, or even if you want the contractor to make the purchase, um, we've made that so that it's easy for them to purchase at a discount and still have the interior designer make money. Uh, because for us, if we're really the interior designer should be the touch point that something is essential as the floor. I mean, that's going to outlast any other piece of furniture or area rug or, and I don't mean this as a disrespect to those other industries, um, but show me anything in there that's going to change the look and feel of the space more than the floor. And then anything that's going to be there longer, um, mm -hmm. you know, the interior designer that's in charge of this whole project should be empowered. They should be the touch point between our industry and the consumer. Yes, absolutely. And I really appreciate that you guys are able to empower the designer and make them look like an expert because designers are experts in so many areas, but hardwood is a complicated thing. And how can a interior designer confidently go forward and say, hello, homeowner, I need you to you know, make this decision about your hardwood and here's my expertise on it when they maybe don't have any expertise to give. So I like that you are all about educating that designer, but not in a way that is putting more on their plate. And then the idea of incentives is just like, it's like a no brainer, but yet why isn't everyone else doing it this way? You know, so that's, it's kind of just an interesting juxtaposition because I think you guys have really hit on something here. And the whole interesting way the industry is going with interior design as far as you know going around the designer and serving that diy market i mean the bottom is going to fall out of that eventually because as you said there are certain decisions that need to be made by someone with that experience and that expertise and that is more often than not not going to be the homeowner you know because if we were our own interior designers we wouldn't have hired one to begin with so I think that the way you have your business model set up just makes way too much sense. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. And I, I agree. I mean, uh, you know, we can talk about, I think the rush to the consumer direct, I'll just give you our experience. So when we started this, that was our original thought process. We didn't know as much about the interior design community. We kind of thought it was just like AIA or ASID. And if we, we did lunch and learns with those organizations, then we would reach every designer in the universe. Uh, so it turns out that's not true, but uh, you know, many in the residential side are not even members of a trade organization and, and, and talking to some friends of mine that are designers have kind of learned why. And I understand that many are not all are so, um, and there's nothing wrong with those associations either. It's just doesn't always fit everybody. So having said that, you know, we were thinking, okay, we've got this problem we can solve for the consumer. Um, that was, that was our original thought and it didn't take long in our initial testing to realize that uh, a lot of times with consumers, especially with hardwood flooring, I mean, this is something you buy, if you're lucky, fewer than three times in your life. So they had a lot of questions. They didn't really understand a lot of these structures. They didn't understand the way things go to, together as well as an interior designer would. Uh, so we would get in, we'd work with them. They'd be confused. We were solving a problem in many cases they didn't know they had. So we'd have to not only do we have this revolutionary interface, but then we'd have to explain to a consumer why they needed it. With an interior designer, once we pivoted with that and we, we left a ton of margin room in there to incentivize them properly, because our stuff is not inexpensive. We're not the mattress companies knocking the absolute bottom out of the price so that you know we can just ship this off and, and we're working on really low margins. I mean, our margins are tight, but there's room there, uh, reasonable room 
for a professional for this type of industry. And um, the interior design community, they kind of understood it right away. And the other beautiful thing with that too is once you've kind of learned how to do this, you're not starting all over every time. You've learned how to use this and the, you know, the professional, they've sourced the floor with us. The next sort floor they source with us, it, it's a lot easier and it's a lot easier. And then before you know it, I mean, it's just every job that involves flooring, they're picking up a few extra thousand dollars that was just left on the table before. And so for us, it was rather than trying to do this consumer direct, uh, where we're constantly handholding at the consumer level, we would rather work with the overall influencer of that project. And we have no problem with us taking a lower margin to empower the designer because they just, they really are the ones that are saying, look, this is where you, you this is your budget. It's a hundred thousand uh, dollars. This is where you can skimp. This is where you shouldn't skimp. And a homeowner is not going to know that until it's too late. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you said, interior designers often leave money on the table when they don't manage the flooring part of it. I just like, it was like a punch in the gut. I'm like, oh my gosh, the idea just as a business owner, any business owner, the idea of leaving money on the table that, I mean, you can earn that money with integrity. You're not becoming a shyster. You're actually just doing your job to the, the fullest extent by also offering the flooring. It's kind of like um, window treatments with interior designers. And John, I'm not sure how familiar you are with the window treatment industry, but. I'm learning. I have some friends over there that I've made recently and I am learning and I, they are wonderful people over there. That's a fun industry. It really is. It's so unique because it's an industry within an industry. And what a lot of the brand new interior designers don't understand is if they were to partner with a window treatment workroom and make that part of their service package, they leave money on the table yet again. So it's just another, another concept of when you bring in the right trade only vendors, all it does is help bolster your business as a designer. It, it's not about, you know, like just raking in the profits. It's actually about serving your client at an even higher level. And if this is appealing to somebody listening, and I know that it is, can you kind of go through some FAQs for us about what, what kind of interior designers are going to be a good fit for Revel Woods and, and maybe which ones wouldn't be? Because I can already hear some of my listeners saying, well, I live nowhere near New York. How is this going to work? Or my project is like on an island somewhere. So can I still use them? What do you say to that? Yeah, that's a great question because there are some people that probably wouldn't work for it. I want to be, if nothing else, if you pick nothing else up, I want to be fully transparent always, whether I'm working with any of you, if, uh, if should you want to work together um, on the phone, we take phone calls, we do these appointments, you know, we are very hands-on. It's not a matter of like, well, here's the website and then fill out this form and we'll get back to you in six to eight business weeks. You know, it's, uh, we're very, we are very involved at this level, um, beyond even just what's on the site. If you need advice on a project and maybe it's not even a Revel Woods project, but you're having something refinished. Um, you know, my father is the, he's vice chair of the National Wood Flooring Association. Um, the, uh, yeah, so we're, we're fairly well connected in this case. So, um, beyond that, though, we are currently only selling in the United States. So if you're in Canada or in Europe, um, we're not able to help you. I will help you if I can answer some questions or I'm happy to be a resource. I'm just not able to sell you anything. Um, and there's a bunch of multitude of reasons for that. 
Uh, in terms of types of interior designers, so the way our pro account is structured, uh, we, uh, it's basically a discount plus a rebate system. And so I know some people get uncomfortable with the rebate aspect of it. I understand that, but truthfully, it's, it's the same essentially as a markup that we're, we're just taking care of it for you so you don't have to mark it up and you know, collect money or do whatever. Uh, so when somebody purchases on the site, either they, if you have a, uh, an account with us, you have a unique code and, uh, and a link. You can use whatever works. And so you can purchase it um, through us and then have it delivered to the client or you can send that product or whatever it is to the client to purchase. If they say, look, I want to buy this myself and use my, get my airline miles. Um, then you can say, okay, here's a, here it is. Use my code when you check out on your own account and you'll get a discount. And then you, you are still able to make money because you did make that sale. I know that it's like, okay, well, I didn't buy it. They bought it. But you, if you recommended and you spec our product, like you made that sale, you did the work on that. So that we strongly believe that you should be, uh, that should, you should be incentivized to do that. That's kind of how it works. Um, so designers who always give away their full trade discount to me always makes me scratch my head a little. I want to tell you to run your businesses, but um, to me, I'm thinking like you deserve, you deserve this. Like you did the work. Uh, so, so what you can kind of do with that is there's a number of ways that works. Um, you can buy it, in which case you get the discount, then you'll get the, the rebate um, on the back end. You can or send it to your client, or you can even send it to the contractor. If you want the installer to be the one that buys it, maybe you know we work with a lot of larger design firms where they have multiple designers, and they don't want to buy anything. They don't want the hassle. They don't want the liability. They don't want any of that. This is perfect for them as well because they can uh, all they got to do is spec it and then they send the link to their contractor whomever's buying it and say here it is you can buy it at a discount from these guys and then we ship anywhere in the continental United States the price you see on the uh, on the website is landed cost so you're not going to get to check out and see another ten thousand dollars in shipping so you can quote it immediately at the MSRP um, or you can factor the discount in depending on who you're talking to but if you get everything that, that's approved at that price, you just send that link to your contractor or to the client if you don't want to buy it yourself and you are still being able to make the markup on that without having to do anything. Mm. You know, we handle the sale, we handle the full warranty, we can deal with, the, with you or we can deal with the client or contractor who bought it. If it's an installer who's buying it, um, we speak their language, that's good stuff. They, installers particularly, like it's not even about making the money on it so much as they want something that, is going to be high quality materials that they're not going to have to fight with. Um, so we know all that having my father being, you know, he did it for 25 years. So we made sure that everything we source and it comes from either the U S or Canada. Uh, and that was just a preference of ours. And then uh, on top of that, that it's high quality materials that are easy to work with. Yes. I really, really like the description you gave because again, it's just showing that, you are here to support the designer. And when you said you don't know why a designer would give away their full trade discount, I'm over here like, yes, I don't know either because it doesn't make any sense. You know, you're in business to be profitable and there's nothing shameful about being profitable. So I like yeah. that in there. Well, um, we do that so you can still pass a discount on, you know, that, that's, that, and that also incentivizes them to buy with your code. As if you, if you say, hey, when you check out, enter my code and the price doesn't change, it's like, oh, I forgot to do it. Sorry. 
You know what I mean? Like, but if there's even even at our current rate, it's just five, the discount's five percent. But five percent on a ten thousand dollar order is like five hundred bucks. Like that's mm-hmm. if I said, hey, put this code in and I'll give you five hundred bucks. It's like, yeah, okay. That took <laughs> that took half a second. Like that's the easiest five hundred bucks they're ever gonna make. So or save. So in that way, you know, you are you just saved them five hundred bucks. Like, you, what were they complaining about? If they bought it from us directly, it would have they would have paid that full markup and. Those are the only discounts we offer is through the pro. You cannot buy from our site at a discount if you're not working with a professional. Um, it's just, we don't do Black Friday. We don't do, it's just, that's not us. It's not our brand. It's not our business model. It really is. And then the reason we even sell to the public at all, because I get that question a lot, is because we needed to do something that was customer facing in order to educate because your client's going to say, I found Red Oak at Lumber Liquidators and their Red Oak is way more expensive than the Lumber Liquidators Red Oak. Why can't I just use this? It looks, the color looks the same. Our site allows you to say, look, here's Rebel Woods. Here's what you're getting. Here's who they are. Here's how it works. This is where it comes from. You, the burden of educating them on why this is a premium material is, is placed on us and not you. That's why we did it that way. Mm-hmm. Yep. And all the interior designers listening are like, oh, good. Whew. Because they already have to explain so many things to their clients when they're going through a big project. And this is one less thing they have to worry about. So if an interior designer wanted to get a pro account with Rebel Woods, how does that work? Because I know on your website, it says that there's a, an approval process they have to go through. Could you just give us a synopsis of what that looks like? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, of course, it's not, um, I mean, we don't need like a blood sample or drug test or anything. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we just need like a, your name and social security number, list of your fears. Uh, no, with the in times you're not home. Uh, no, it really is. We, we do need to know that you're like a real thing and not, uh, and not uh, you know, your client trying to get around you. Um, so we do ask some basic questions. Simple things like your website address, uh, we'll ask that, your business name. We do need a tax ID number, which any legitimate business usually has. If not, you can use your social security number in that case. I prefer you didn't just because I don't love people giving me their social security numbers because like, I'm not going to do anything shady with it, but it's just better if I don't have it. But a tax ID number, usually those are public. You can get those pretty easily. Um, so most businesses have those. Um, that's the question that usually stumps the homeowners. So we do it that way. And then we have a little box there where you can kind of say how you heard about us. So if you mention... I heard about you on the Kate show. I, you know, I never, wherever. Um, then I kind of, it kind of gives me an idea of who you are there. And then we, we usually approve them pretty quickly, usually within a day. Uh, okay. If I'm sitting at my computer, when it comes in, I'll do it right away. But, um, and the nice thing with that too, is you can actually start sourcing right away. So when you apply for a pro account, you are sort of granted a normal customer account. So if you're doing a, a client for um, a project for a client, whether it's local or remote, it all is the same as long as you fill out the the uh, Revelwood selector properly. Um, you know the you just you can already start. So Johnson Kitchen, whatever it is, you fill it out. Um, you can already start sourcing, and then uh, once we grant you the pro account, that space is already saved in your account, so you can easily just go back and um, you don't have to start over. You don't have to wait for approval to start getting an idea or ordering samples or anything like that. Mm, uh, I like that because downtime is probably the worst enemy of most interior designers. So the fact that they can just get up and going right away and that approval process is very short, it sounds like. So that is also perfect. And I just want to say one more time, 
thank you for doing this. Thank you for making Revel Woods a partner to the interior designer and for taking time to understand what that designer actually needs in order to look really good in front of his or her clients because that means so much to the designer. And I, I speak on behalf of all my listeners when I say that because they have told me so many times when a trade vendor did not do that and how much stress and anxiety it caused them and how it affected their client. So the fact that you are going the extra mile in every little nuanced way to make this an easy and actually a fun process for the designer, uh, that just speaks so highly to the market research that you have done. I know you say you're a newbie to the design industry, but I'm pretty sure you've got a good handle on this. So uh, thank you. Well, that means a lot. Thank you. I mean, we do, and the idea too, even our sampling, um, and it's, that's the question, how do I get samples? Which is a great question because you should have samples. And if you tried to buy a floor without ever seeing a sample, I'm going to look at you funny. I'll probably still sell it to you, but I'm going to look at you funny <laughs> uh, because you should see it in your space. You just, there's no substitute for that. And we can talk in more detail about sampling, but the way ours works is, um, you know, we offer over 150 different things all in. And um, there's just no, uh, there's no way to like, could I get a sample of your finishes is a designer term. It's not a term we use, but I'm learning now that's a designer term. So people have asked me for it. I was like, what are you talking about? Um, but if I sent you 150 something samples, you would, you know, you'd have like a pallet in your driveway and you wouldn't know what you were looking at. So the way we do it is um, they're designed to be portable. You buy a box. It's like a flat rate that includes ground shipping for free. You can expedite it if you're in a jam, but that's kind of on you. Uh, most people aren't in a jam though. And then we, it has four samples in it that you can kind of mix and match any way you want. And our samples are, they're not like the carpet store samples where they're just big sort of cumbersome builder boards. Um, but they're not like the Home Depot checklets either. We kind of found a happy medium where they're sort of two loose pieces so you can put them together and you can see kind of what that looks like. And then you compare them to the pictures to get an idea of variation, um, you know, the knots, the, the streaks, those types of things. Um, but it's nice because we'll ship them right to your house, we'll ship them to your client. So if, you're, if you meet with a client, whether it's in your office or if you don't have an office and you're doing it on site, you can walk in with, you've got your countertop samples, your flooring samples. I mean, you're not talking about needing, uh, you know, to hire movers to, to do a client presentation because you've got 26, you know, entire flooring store that you're bringing in or anything like that. <laughs> it's all just right there. It's designed to be super portable. Uh, you know, we can, we'll ship out the boxes, but you know, right away. Uh, so that's kind of how that works. Like you go through in that space and you can start that before you're even approved on a pro account. So if you're working on something right now, and you're listening to this, you can apply for a pro account, then immediately start sourcing. Create the space for your client, um, go through all that, buy the samples. Before they even ship, likely that you'll just be approved for that pro account, but that's not gonna affect that process. Like there really isn't any downtime there. Okay, got it. And I'm gonna put that direct pro account link in the show notes for this episode so that all my listeners can go get that account set up right away. Um, just because getting a good lead time on this is important um, so that they don't have to rush things, but I'm glad that is an option if they need it. <laughs> I love the idea that the samples are the right sizes because there is so much variation in hardwood that if you have a too small of a sample, it's not going to give you an accurate picture. But like you said, if you've got a giant sample, then it just becomes a real pain in the neck to haul around. So again, you're thinking in the, you know, standing in the shoes of the designer and thinking, how can we make this easier for them? So 
This yeah, and, and reach out to us too. If you've got a project you're working on or you've got any questions, like we, our, our team knows this really inside and out. So if you're, if you've got something going and you've got samples, like we try our best to follow up anyway, but we want to know, like schedule a call with us and we'll, we'll just sit there and it usually more often than not, it's me because I love doing this piece of it. So we just, we'll talk you through it. Like, what do you got going? What do you need? What do you, I've had people call me like, I'm about to go into a meeting with a builder and I need to know these specs about this one that was like way more detailed than what most people would want, would need to know. So it wasn't on the site. Uh, but I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Here's, here's how it is. Here's how it works here. I'll send you a cheat sheet. And she went in with like a rock star in front of the builder. So we are, um, we're, we're like, we want to be like your, your flooring guy, like we're in. And then if you need help finding an installer, uh, well, we've got access to database that you don't even know exists. So we can help find that in a way that at least we can't take like full responsibility for how the installation goes, but we can give you a list and kind of help you like, okay, we know that in Omaha, this guy's pretty good. He's got a pretty good rep and we see some, some of his work and that kind of thing. We can go that far. We can't go like, well, if he does something stupid, then I have to pay for it. But, um, and then even if the installer's got a question, like they just call, you have them call us and we've worked with them before. Uh, we have one in Santa Barbara that uh, the installer, I didn't know the installer, they, the client found the installer themselves, but um, he was working with it and they sent us an email saying, we're overhearing the guys working in the other room and they just can't stop talking about how nice this stuff is to work with. We thought, yes, that's what we wanted. Uh, and then they got, the installer actually called us um, shortly after that and said, I'm opening like a brick and mortar retail store. I want to put your displays in. And I said, that's just not our business model, you know, so we didn't end up going for it. But but it was that well received, and mm-hmm. um, he had some questions on trim. Or we just we'll just answer them. We'll work with them. It's not a it's not a hard you know we we we're happy to do it. If you've got real specific questions, we'll get right in there and um, whatever you need. The site will get you most of the way there. But if you need something that's not there, uh, or if you've got a real big project and you you know need help with something specifically or shipping or whatever, like we'll work with you individually as well. And I, I like that you're the one answering the phone or, you know, some other real person, because that just helps to facilitate a long-term relationship. And I know that's the end goal that a lot of interior designers have when looking for a trade-only vendor. And I know just from past conversations with you that that is also your long-term goal, you know, building up those relationships and treating it like a relationship, you know, with that mutual respect of their time and making sure they feel comfortable with the entire process. So as just a final reminder, you guys go get a pro account. I'm going to put the link in the show notes and John, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to explain all about Revel Woods and hardwood. I just found it fascinating. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I And I can go on about it all day, which is like a weird thing to be able to go on about. But for us, it is. It really is. It's always been sort of a commodity, thought of as like a commodity item. But in the last maybe seven to 10 years, the factory finish technology has improved to the point with texturing that it's really more of a fashion item. And with a fashion item, like it needs to be presented to the to the consumers by an interior designer. And that I just so strongly believe that, that our channel needs to be with you guys. You need to be our face to the consumer. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I could not agree more. So thank you again. And uh, we might chat a little bit more off air here, but to everyone else listening, 
uh, thank you for your time today. I know that you have limited hours in the day just like the rest of us do, so I appreciate that you spent it with The Kate Show. So until next time, keep your marketing simple and your message clear. And John, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to The Kate Show. Please hit the subscribe button and share this episode with a business bestie who needs to grow her interior design or home staging firm. To inquire about our products and services, please visit us at katethesocialite.com. Until next time, keep your marketing simple and your message clear.